0: So we're learning page Reish Nun Beis in the Sivashalam Beis on Pesach Maimar Chi'i, the ninth Maimar. He has like a lot of different Mamarim that are in this thing, like different concepts. And uh, each one is very beautiful in its own way. Maschil B'gnos U B'shvach. We know that the way that the uh, Haggadah is written is that it starts off with a gnus. it starts off with a negative, like an insult, and it ends with praise. Aleph. The Gemara, the Gemara says my says, what is the gnosis that it's that the Haggadah starts off with? What's the degradation, like the insult that, that the Haggadah starts off with? Rav Omar, Rav says, how you have Rav says, We're starting off, how do we start off in the Haggadah? We start saying, originally we were That's an insult. And then now, amakam Amakem say, Hashem was makariv us to serve Him. That's praise. Amar, Shmuel says that the, the gnus is to remember when we were slaves to Parim Mitzrayim and then afterwards we were set free. So the machloekus between Rav and Shmuel of what is the gnus and what is the, that would and what's the shvach that we're starting with this is this is uh, very interesting also he brings it out in a different place that that Poshet we would learn you know that we went to Mitzrayim because of, of a sin, we were punished. But it's not true. Hashem told Avraham Avinu that your children are going to go into slavery, and it wasn't because of a chet. So he's asking, he's saying, is, what, why, don't, why do we have to start with Gnus? Why don't we just start right away with Shvach, yes? Right. right well, it, it's an Avera to do HaVai It is an Avera, but that's, it's different. It, it wasn't a cause and effect. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's saying this was and that wasn't. I'm not sure exactly what he's saying. Let, let's see. Oh, So this is already... Okay, so he's answering and he's answering. He's saying, why do we have to start right away with Gnus? Why don't we start right away with praise? And he answers because the main thing of Yitzhi, Yitzhi Mitzrayim is not the wonders that Hashem did for us, that he changed the Teva of the world, but it's the fact that Hashem chose us with Yitzis Mitzrayim liyais <speaking> la'am ha'nevchar. V'lachain maskel b'gnos lo heirei sh'zeh b'chah b'chah banu lo yihayu mitaich sh'hayinu r'uoyim. V'rak b'havas hay b'chah banu b'chinas ratzayin u'lemala mikal ha'cebois sh'ein tam b'ratzayin. Okay. Now I understand the whole piece that he's trying to say. He says, Why do we have this in What the what exactly is the Genus? He said, Why do we have to start with Genus? Why do we have to start talking about the bad old days that we used to have? Remember, I used to be a drug addict, and now I'm clean. Talk about now that things are good. Why in the story of Yitzhia's Mitzrayim does it have to start with Gnus? That's his main question. The concept of, of the Haggadah is that it starts with an insulting low situation and it ends with praise. The Gemara Psachem says gnus. What is the gnus that it starts off with? So Rav says uh-huh. that the gnus, the insult that we're starting off is that we're remembering the time that we were ayvda'avay Zara. We were low, the lowest people in the world, physically, emotionally, spiritually. We were trapped. We were low. We were It was terrible massive. And then afterwards, we were very big. And that's the concept of starting off the story on a down and ending off on a high Shmuel says we start talking about that we were slaves and then afterwards we were free so that's starting off and that is why do we have to start off talking about Gnus altogether? Why don't we just start mm-hmm. what, First of all, he's saying what, Why is it important to start off the story On a down, right? And second of all What's the down of saying According to Shmuel That we were um, That we were that's not a down that we did something wrong. It says that Avraham Avinu uh, was told by Hashem, your ch- children, your enakluch, will be sent to Mitzrayim. It wasn't on a head. So how is that a gnos? So he answers as follows. Mishum she I mean, this is this is really, I mean, he's throwing at us such a chiddush. I grew up a Jewish person. We celebrated Pesach. You listen to the story, dam and we say, wow, wow, wow. I mean, that's like the, the, the miracles and the glory, how Hashem changed the whole teva in order to go ahead and save the Jewish people. I mean, that's all the, the pizzazz, right? That's all the glitz. When they make the movie of Yetzirah Mitzrayim, it, it, the main focus of, of the whole thing is to show how Hashem, Made, made water split into to water and blood at the same time, and hail is coming with fire and ice together, and Makas Pachayrez, and Yitzis Mitzrayim. I mean, that's, that's, I always thought that's the main part. And Siva Shalom is saying, you, you, you're, getting, uh, you're getting a little bit carried away with the smoke and mirrors. You, you're going to the Broadway show, and you're saying, wow, look at the glitz, and you're missing the, the teichin as usual, missing the point. He says, The main reason of the telling the story of Mitzrayim is not about the the wonders and the miracles that Hashem did, and He changed the nature. That's the story. The story is about a nation that became the chosen people. A nation that had nothing, a nation that was broke. We were working for, for, we were slaves physically. We were the lowest people, we were the lowest people in the world. I would have thought if Hashem wanted to pick a chosen people, he should have picked a Mitzrayim. Not their slaves. He should have picked the, the Arabian knights. They have such nice white horses, and they're so strong. The Greeks, the, all different kinds of people. He picked a bunch of broken Jews, broken physically, broken emotionally, and even spiritually. For, after 210 years, they gave up everything that that Avraham Yitzhak Yaakov taught them. They gave up bris. They stopped the favorite bris mila. They were aiv deyav de zara. And Hashem goes ahead, and he picks them to be the chosen people. It's like unbelievable. It's like the janitor that the Queen of England decides picking a janitor with one tooth, a redneck janitor from Monticello, you're going to marry my daughter and you're going to become the King of England. This is even more. Hashem is telling us, you're going to be my chosen people. You're going to be my, my, my son, my ama nifchar, my bonim Matim Lashem Lekechem. From that matziv, it's incredible now that we regained focus and we saw past the oohs and the ahs and the wows and we realized that the story really is that Hashem chose a battered nation to be his chosen people so now we could understand why the concept is to teach us the fact that he chose us it's not that we were American idol, we won, we were the most, the uh, best nation in the world, the strongest nation, the smartest nation, the most ra'oi fitting nation. It was only because he chose us because he loved us. It's a tchukah, a ratin, a desire. It's above all of reasons. So, this is another great cloud that the Nasivah Shalom is saying. Somebody says, Why do you like her? Why do you like him? Why do you like this? There's no tam beratzin. That's how I feel. It's a feeling of desire, of chukka. That's the way it is. It doesn't have to make sense. If Hashem chose us, after the, we built the Beis HaMikdash, and now Shlema HaMelech is in the Beis HaMikdash, and the whole Klal Yisrael, and the whole world is coming to us, and they're bowing to us, and we're in charge of the world, and Hashem chooses us to be the chosen people, that Bechira of being chosen to be a, a nation of Hashem would be a Hava HaTlui Love that is depending on something. Yeah, you got a hundred on your test. I'm so proud of you. You, you you did well in camp. You got the best boy of the of the summer. I'm so proud of you. That's ahavat liyudaver shebatol Dover bat Hava. You failed the test. I don't love you anymore. You're thrown out of camp. I don't love you anymore. The ain't a nitzchis. It's not an eternal love. When he picked us in a of low. Gnus, embarrassing moment, like Mamish, the lowest of the low, and he chooses us. Right? So that's the, the fact that he's, he's explaining. The reason why we're telling the story is because it makes the choosing of, of us being the Ammanikr so much more powerful and so much more eternal when we understand the Matzah that we were in when he chose us. Ooh, listen what he's saying he says, so what's the G'nus remember he asked before what's the G'nus that I wear Avodim Hashem told Avram Avinu that your children are going to be Avodim so what's the, why, am I, why are you embarrassed it was G'zerah he says you're right the G'zerah was that they should be slaves but the G'zerah was not that they should in their mind be enslaved Right? The exeir it was Hashem says, imagine Hashem tells you, your granddaughter will be a, a, a maid for somebody. So it means that she's going to have to go and work there. But that her mindset is going to go down from the high level of being a princess, from being a free person, from being becoming a maid. that was never part of the gzera. He's another chiddush, a major chiddush shem nisiv shalom. That when Hashem said, told the Brahm Yitzhak Yaakov that your grandchildren are going to go into slavery, He didn't mean that they will become slaves in their mind. He meant they're going to have to work. Uh, we, we had this uh, the communists, the Russians. They were in seventy years in the Iron Curtain. That's a gzera that, that that there's going to be. Uh, your, your grandchildren are not going to be able to learn Torah, Barabim and they're going to be in the communist country. That's Taka, a very big zero. But they shouldn't become communists. They don't have to turn into the Eved. That was different. Wow. You have to go to work every day. Not that you should become a slave mentality. Chazal teach us that when we were in Mitzrayim, we became without any of our own atzmaut, she'ein le'uber shum atzma'os, umutzi'os p'fnei We became like a pregnant, a baby in its mother's womb. Where does it go? Where its mother goes. What does it eat? What its mother eats. It has no atzmaut individuality; it's totally trapped, and that's the mindset that we ended up in. That was not part of the gzera of Avram Avinu in the Brisbane Absarim, That that your grandchildren wow, it's a That's pshat. Why were we mishuka in Mitzrayim? Why are we Mashoka? We were Mashoka, we were immersed in the forty ninth level of Tumah, because we became trapped. We became enslaved in our brain. So what does it mean that we were, we were taken out? What he's saying is, it doesn't mean that that, that nobody's going to enslave us and nobody's going to have communism over us and nobody's going to beat us up. We went through so many Tzaras but the the of Yitzhak Mitzrayim was our mindset will never be meshubbed, our spirit will never be meshubbed. So he's touching up now, he's reframing the whole story of Yetzirah Mitzrayim. We thought that it's a story of a people that became slaves, physically, and then Hashem set them free. And he's saying, no, that's not the story. The story was, they had to be slaves, they had to work, and, and throughout the history of Chal there will be many other kinds of slavery and torture and tsarist that we have from people around us. It was a story of a people that lost their spirit, a people that, that, that lost their way. Because you can go to work every day and you can even be in jail every day, but in your mind you could be free. In your mind you could serve Hashem. We gave up Rasmila, we were even We were messed up in our brains, right? We went through so much and our brains got eaten up. And Hashem came and Hashem took us out from such a low level, such a low matzv, and he said, You will go through many hardships, but you will never again lose your mind. They can, they can enslave you. They can kill you, but they're not going to take over your mindset. In our spirit, we will never go ahead and and lose our connection and our dedication to Hashem. So the Haggadah, we say, if Hashem didn't take us out of Mitzrayim us and our children and our grandchildren would be right so they ask, what's the difference big deal it's not like you took us out and were slaved imagine you go to somebody who was in jail and you take him out of jail and then a week later he's in jail again and then you tell him, I want you to make a haggadah I want you to talk about how I took you out of jail. It's a big deal, I was in jail again. We went through so much Golis, we're still now in Golis. We're in jail now, Viter. So now I'm supposed to praise Hashem that you took me out of jail, Mitzrayim, I'm, I'm in jail again. What's, what's really the difference? What's the napkeminah of why I'm in jail and who I'm in jail and all of that? That's what the Mepharshim is. So he says, There's a difference. There's a difference. Every, every jail that we went to, they enslaved us physically, but not spiritually. And therefore, the, the Shibot of Mitzrayim, we're never going to have again. And that's what we're celebrating. And that's the Chiddush that he said before. It's not about the miracles. It's the story behind the story that's really the story. Now, now we could understand why did Hashem choose to call us B'ni B'chayri Yisrael, my firstborn son, which the Medrash says means that we're even more loved and more kashuv than his other son, which is Malachim, which is also called B'nei Elikim. And why did he choose to call us that even when we were M'shukah B'menta Shari Tumah? Madu'a why didn't he wait? You'll do tshuva. You'll be a good boy. When you're acting like my child, then I'll call you my child. But not when you're acting like a Indian like It explains like, like we said before. Like we're saying. If Hashem would have waited until we were worthy, and then he would have called us, oh my best son I love you so much you got a hundred come out that only when we're good is it called that we are Hashem's son right because he only told us that that we're his son when we were getting hundreds. What happens then when you're not Makayim the Ratson of Hashem? He's battle, it'll become battle. The title will, will be nullified. The reason Davka Hashem chose to call us this title. Imagine, like, you know, your kid comes home, he gets a 30, and then you bring a huge box, and his flowers, and his balloons, and it opens up, and there's a huge plaque. My beloved child, my best son, I'm so proud to be your father. And he's like, really? Seriously? I just got a 30. Yes. But if he knows that even if I get a 30 or a 20 or a 10 or a zero, that, you, I, that you, that's the way you feel about me, then means that even when he's better, he'll know that you always feel that way. And the truth is, when you're doing better, you don't even need it so badly. When do you need to know it most? You need to know it when you're a failure. And Hashem wanted us to know, when you fail, it's a hava it's a in any situation that you ever find yourself you're called we pass like Remeyer Remeir says and we pass in like Remeyer that whether you do Hashem's will or not you're called his son And this is interesting because people would say, hang on, so what's the motivation? If you're going to be so proud of me, even if I'm bad, why should I ever be good? And they don't understand. We want to be good. It's more of a draw. It's a draw not to give up when you're bad. That's the, the opposite of, of, of the way it is. People who are very bad doing averis, if they think Hashem doesn't care about me anymore, it doesn't motivate them to become good. What motivates them is knowing it's such a deep, deep relationship where Hashem says, I will never let you go. The, the response of that, of a yid, is, and I will never let you go. And therefore we can get through the hard times. So this is a very powerful lesson. He gave a lot of chidushim over here just in this last few minutes. That first of all, that the of that the Iker, the Iker, Sipor Itis Mitzrayim is not about the "o's and the ahs and the wows. That's a very big for me. I mean it's very cool that Hashem that Hashem turned around the, the whole Tava for us. But that's just a like a, a siba. That's just like a out outcome of his love for us. And the real story is that he took a battered nation that was that was sinning and, and spitting in his face and bowing down to Avajar, which is there's nothing worse than that. And he, and he and he changed the world miraculously for us to bring us up and, and to, to say that I am your father you are my children and I love you and to rescue us from, from without being worthy that's the real story that's the, beauty, that's the beautiful story that we need to hear today uh, we need to know in our generation that's why that's why we have to be and we have to feel every single year like we have to feel that that no matter where we are that Hashem will do the same thing for us and does the same thing for us so Valpizah, now let's go back to the First he said, Bukhlao. Ravishmuel, we're talking about the concept of starting off with Gnos and ending with Shrach. And he said, Why do you have to start with Gnos? Why do you what's the big my? And he said, No, the whole point is that you started with Gnos. The point is not that Hashem took his best kid to Disney World. And that he did miracles for the top kid who was in trouble? No, the point was of the story was the Gnus. Without the Gnus, you're missing the whole point. But now he's going to take it a step further. Not only do we understand the concept of starting with Gnus and ending with shvach, but now I'm going to explain to you who's often I'm going to explain to you the machlaikas between Rab and Shmuel now we can be mavadim akhlagas ravashmul imaskel bugnos haynu matila evdeva desara you know i've saying i you know there's a, a battle over here one of them says you know what the gnos is? we were evdeva desara the other one says you know what the gnos is? that we were avadam diravs virlei shahagnos hagdoil beyise it's a Yehudi, Rav says, What's the worst gnus? I mean, again, because we, the whole story now is based on the gnus, we want it to be the worst gnus. The more the gnus is, the more the miracle of the story that Hashem loved us anyway. So, what's the worst gnus? What is the worst gnus? Rav says, You know what the worst gnus is? That a Jew can come to a massive of spitting in God's face and saying, You don't run the world. This fire hydrant runs the world. This cow runs the world what's the whole of being a Yid is believing in God is believing in Hashem is faith because the whole core basis of Yiddishkeit of being a Jew is belief that God runs the world then the worst insult you can give to somebody is saying that he didn't believe in God something else, like we just explained, that in yonei hashibud leklipo luzuah mashal mitzrayim v'lo etzem ho inu isha she 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 alze anusim ha'yu api adibur el shegzei roisirak v'avodam v'inu avali avlo inixer leim sheyum vizu etachles v'zu agnos she ba'avodam oinu l'parim mitzrayim she shakub kol kach betumah ve'giulamatzav kai you understand? I'll explain it. Shmuel says, "You know what the biggest insult is? I told you you're going to have to go sit in jail for ten years, but I didn't expect you to become a lowlife. That's the worst thing. I didn't expect you to become a Mitzri. I didn't expect you to think like a Mitzri. I didn't expect you to change who you are. Look, look what happened. That four fifths of Klal Yisrael, when Hashem came to rescue us, He had to kill us because it would have been a chil Hashem because we wouldn't have gone." And as soon as the one fifth that that was the good the good part already, we're outside, and what do we say? Oh, I was better off in Mitzrayim. As soon as the better the going gets tough, oh, we used to have it so good. And Hashem said, I don't want them to to go roundabout and pass Mitzrayim. Maybe they're going to go back. This was already the good part. Most of our brains was eaten up, like I wrote in GPS about Stockholm syndrome. We were stuck. We were mushubed in our brain. So he says, Shmuel says. Okay, Rav, I hear you. The worst thing for a Jew is when your ruchnius level goes down and you lose your amunah and you don't believe in God. That's the worst thing spiritually. But he goes, I have something even worse. You know what's worse than that? When you become that you're not even you. Where, where, Where you're so... Like a drug addict That doesn't even have any Any, There's nothing in your brain anymore You have no self-control You're not, you're not in control over who you are Yes, there was a that you have to go to Mitzrayim and serve Just like in communism, just like in the Holocaust We went through a lot of stuff But not that you should become a Mitzrayim Behind the sphere, lay this is Pshat Shmuel feels. He li yos mishubed kalle leklepas mitsrayim. That when you become in the klepas mitsrayim. That when you become in ganzen completely given over, you lose your identity, and you become given over to the klepas mitsrayim. Behind the zuam of atumah shilahem, ki ha etzim shil yehudi he gai kadosh. The fact is that the essence of a Jew is to be holy. There is a holy nation. I'm the Kaddish. I'm the It's not like you have a lot of Maddish. You're good looking and you're smart and you're wonderful and you're nice. And also you're a k- Gaddish. You're also holy. No. What is Kaddish? I'm Kaddish. etzem not like you have a lot of Maddish. And therefore, the Gaddish is the Gaddish. He is the Gaddish. He is so it's both the same story. It's the shibud in our minds that brought us to bowing down to Havadah But one person is focusing on, look at this kid. He used to keep Shabbos. Look how low he is. He's Mecha'ol Shabbos. The other guy says, you know, forget about what he's doing. He's, he, look, he used to be, he used to sit and learn. He was connected to Hashem. Look at now. He doesn't even have any feeling to Yiddishkeit. guy. He's, he feels like the street kids. That's the saddest part. L'alacha how do we We hold like both of them. These are like two legs that you walk on. and really, they both are interchangeable because if you lose your Emunah, you lose your Kedusha. You lose your Kedusha. You lose your, you your, you your, you your, you your amuna. They're connected to each other. She came Yes, Essentially, we are built in with an emuna chip. It's inside of us. It says, Essentially, a pure, clean Jew will feel emunah Hashem. And the amount that we question God and we have questions and all of that, he says it comes out, it springs forth from a virus of not being holy so the person you, know, you meet an atheist he says oh I don't believe in Hashem why don't you believe in Hashem and, and, and your brother believes in Hashem because it's <laughs> but on, the other, on the opposite side <laughs> on the other hand the more holy you are the more you work on your holiness the more clear your emuna is rak askhala <laughs> They're both tally because you can't be uh, a and, and have a Muna, right? So they're kind of interchangeable. But the question was, what caused what? Rav says that this caused that to be bad, and Shmuel says this is the one, you say, that caused the other one to be bad. This is the two bloods the Dam Pesach and the Dam Milah. We needed to have these things before, in order to get to G'ula, we needed to have the damn Pesach that they put, the Shech did the carbon Pesach and they put the blood on the doorpost, and we had to do Brismila. What are these two things together? Pesachu The whole idea of Pesach brings out the concept of amuna of faith and Hashem. What happened? By putting blood on the doorpost, Hashem killed, 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 skipped, killed, 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 like duck, duck, goose, right? And what does that show? It shows that Hashem is in control of the world. It was revealed with such clarity the tremendous hashkacha. Not just that Hashem created the world, but He's mamish. He's able to kill this guy and let this guy go. He's mamish in charge of everything. That was revealed in an amazing miracle because, you know, you could have, let's say, in a town, a magefa and it kills the Gayim and the Eden together. You could have it, and you say, is Hashem in charge? We believe He is. They'll say, no, Hashem's not in charge. But if there's a magefa that, uh, that Hashem says, I'm going to kill every uh, blonde here and not red hair person, I mean, that's, you say, wow, that's amazing. And anybody that puts this uh, uh, mezuzah on the door... He kisses it six times, is not going to be killed, and they're saved. What does that show? That shows a tremendous power that Hashem is mamish in charge of every single thing in this world. That's what we get from the concept of Dam Pesach, a strengthen in the story of Pesach, which strengthens our belief in Hashkach pratis emuna that Hashem created the world and He's in charge of every single thing. Umila, ha'ini na'kdusha, and the bris mila, the blood that comes out of bris mila, is for the, for the idea of kedusha, of being holy. Ah. So why did both of these things have to happen with blood? Why does, why does Mila have to have blood involved? Why can't Hashem tell you to do something that doesn't require the spilling of blood in order to prove your Kedusha? Or why, why did Hashem say to put blood? What is blood here? He says, you know what the message is? That you can't have these two things unless you're ready to spill blood with mesirus nefesh for these things, kimirumas bidam pesach and custom. You have to let it. You have to be ready, prepared to take losses and to let it cost you and to let it hurt, to give up of your life in order to keep the level of emuna and to keep the level of kedusha. It's not something that's easy. You have to be if You have to be ready to spill blood with mesirus nefesh over yourself to 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 to, to do accomplish these things. The afshikol Yisrael aminim b'nei Even though every Jew is a mammon, son of a mammon that mamish really maminim, ingrained in us. We are maminim. It's even a befaf sh- MBD song. You can't argue with that. <speaking in Hebrew> but clarity is endless. It's infinite. The concept of mamish clear emuna, it's it's hard, it gets cloudy, it gets hard. mesiras <speaking in Hebrew> nefesh. Another pshat we could say that the reason we have to start with Gnus is in order to bring out the greatness of Amisol, that we started. We had such humble beginnings. So, and he's saying the, the worse you are. Like if, if you want to show up with somebody that you know, right? Like, you know, some people have brothers and you're so proud of him now. It's because you want, to, you want to really be proud of him. If you're going to compare him to a regular guy, maybe he's not so proud. Maybe he is. Maybe it's not. But when you talk about what he was a year ago or two years ago, that's the worst he was. You say, wow, he was like that. And now look at him. Wow. It makes it even better. So we want to bring the Gnus out to show how great Klai's is. So Rav says, yeah, let's talk about the Amuna. We were metchilah of the Right, we were Mamash Avizara. Tarah Khavi Avram, Avi Nachar, Mamash the Makar of And look 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 what happened to Avram Avinu, look what he became and look how he staggered and he became the Roish of Kalm Aminum. What a beautiful story. Bishmuel Svhira Lay, me have the Minupar Mitzraim says, I have even a better one. Look, me in Kadusha, Sha'Av. We were stuck in Mitzrayim. We were in the worst place, the, the, the erva of the world, it's like the, arm, the spiritual armpit of the world. Wow, this kid was brought up in Las Vegas, and his parents were doing the worst averus in the world. And now look at him, he's sitting and learning in Eshat Wow, it's unbelievable. That's what we're saying a concept of starting off with an insult and ending up with hang on listen what he says the, w- the more that something is physical then, right in the beginning, that's the full strength that it is. A, a rock that's the size that it is. It never grows. and there's no growth in a diamond in, in something that's dead but flowers and grass and, and human beings and, and beings that talk human be, you, beings and human beings we start off we born very small and we get bigger and bigger like with flowers with things that grow that the, the, the seeds are there. right? It, it's sitting in mud, and it's getting fulfilled. You look at that seed, very humble beginnings. It's thrown in the ground right you you look you, get, you understand that you're talking about people also sometimes you look at them, they're mouth thrown in the ground, they're un, not appreciated, they're stepped on, they're smacked in Yeshiva, they're messed over, right, And then it gets it's sitting in the mud, and you say, "What's ever going to become from this seed? Take another seed, put it in, in in a glass jar and and nurture it. no, that that's not going to get it anywhere. It goes in the ground and it's getting spoiled and spoiled, and it's almost dead. And then it starts to grow, and then a tree comes out of it. A, a, a creature that's born—it's full of—it's in his mother's stomach, surrounded by blood and dirt. It gets born, and it's a whole process. But then look what could happen from it. So too, there's a difference between something that's alive and something that can talk. Animals that are, that can't talk, and a human being that can talk. A, by a living thing, by a creature, it says, Shar, yame, an axe, The first day that it's born, it's already an ox. Pshat is, it's an ox. It was an ox. It is an ox. It will be an ox. An ox is an ox, and there's no growth involved. As soon as it's born, it achieved already as great as it's ever going to be. Avla Medaber sheyoiser Godol b'Malosai Maschubegnus, Kamo Yatinik hanoylid shekuli meluchluch ve'Emboi mimalas a Adam chaf." but a human being it's born it falls on the floor and it's crawling and it doesn't know how to talk and it doesn't have seichel and it goes through the days of 8 years old and 10 years old and it grows until it becomes old and becomes mature it's a process so to the Goyim they are what they are then there's no growth for them the of it shows the tremendous value of adam adam kol that's a mile of Chagis that we have to go ahead and, and go through that process of being disgusting and being low and sabrachin because that's going to bring us through the different stages and eventually we're going to reach Godless.